of next week's episode of DWN Productions THC Podcast Terrible Horror Crap Podcast or today whatever the fuck THC stands for in the drug term podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at the Fancy Dan YouTube page and boygob.com I made a joke last week when you said, "Oh, this isn't this isn't a odd video medium, you fuck." I'm just like, "Oh, you got to look at those numbers. We're a YouTube show now." And somehow last week's episode got over a thousand views in the first week, which is fucking strange. That is it's strange. <laughs> and I didn't share it and I didn't uh, let people know when we were recording. So yeah, that is a bit odd. People were looking for that bloody murder fucking review. Mikey! Yeah, I guess because most people don't review things like that. They review shit like Dawn of the Dead and stuff like that. You know, the standards. We I go. Mean, I'm sure they do. We go off the beaten path. Hey, I'm fucking complimenting the show. Don't bring it down. MLA! That's how you'd have to say that one, I guess. Joe? How's your week been, man? Your week and we're live for okay? 420. A little bit of that mouse dicking, as they say. Anybody out there doing a little bit of that mouse dicking tonight? Hmm? Let us know. Jack off that dick, little mouse dick in your mouth now. Enjoy. You're not down with the mouse dicking, Joe? No. No, I'm not. I'm uh, I'm drug-free, Tom. Today's the day for it. Oh, shit. Look at that. Probably. Probably. See you at Texas Frightmare Weekend. Come by the table and grab one of those. Mm-hmm. Fuck. 
They look nice, Joe. They look really good. It's a good color scheme. Mm, sheen. It's like it's the reverse good... Ninja Turtle scheme. Hey, speaking of Ninja Turtles, mm -hmm. we'll get into that next week when we start our new franchise. Nope. <laughs> so how's your week, Ben Joe? Oh, everything's fucking awful, Tom. But is hey, it? Yeah, but I don't bring my problems onto the show and like try to be a fucking downer to everybody. You know, hey, all you stoners, happy your day or whatever. It's also the uh, Columbine anniversary, Hitler's birthday. So yeah, y'all are all celebrating everything. Good on y'all. Good on y'all. Joe, wish him a happy birthday. Who? That's what we do now. We're a fucking birthday celebration show. Caroline says it's Emily's birthday. Happy birthday, Emily. And we'll see y'all next weekend for sure. Yeah. Mike, those <laughs> are awesome. You you should, you, you know, the, the texture, the fabric, they are outstanding. Not a drop is going to drip from your beer mm. unless you spill it or something. Mm -hmm. like Delicioso, amigo. Mm -mm 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 -mm. So, Tom, how was your week? You're the one with always interesting stuff going on with masks and, you know. Just fucking busy. Today started out fucking shit, shit, shit. Everything was going wrong. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Two production molds fucking that I did came out fucked. So, uh. I'm going to have to find out a new way to do that shit, which is always fun when you're not the busiest you've ever been in your, what is it, professional career or whatever. I just got a shit ton of stuff to uh, bring to Camp Zool, plus I'm finishing this uh, run from a month or so ago. I can't remember. Plus, I have another run of uh mass that i gotta get done for july so super fucking busy plus the shit for frightmare next weekend it's gonna be nice when we're all in dallas airport next weekend yeah. <laughs> drinking beers because then i'll have uh that uh production that uh bonehead for axe done and uh excuse me i won't be able to make any more shit for frightmare so that'll help ease the stress some yeah. but then i got 200 masks to make in less than a month for camp a la zuli lu uh, i'm definitely not as prepared for frightmare as i should be i think i've got maybe eight or nine boxes ready to go which uh i don't even remember how many i've brought in the past but i usually bring quite a bit um but we'll see we'll see and i'm not and I'm not stressing this year, like, oh, I don't have this size and this run of shirts. Fuck it. Sorry. It is what it is. Right. Yeah. Um, and also, this is also the year that $11 t-shirts are implemented. So make sure to go get your new $11 t-shirt signed. It's not quite true. But if you were a 2X <laughs> or a 3X, you're going to pay $12.50 for that shirt. Oh, shit. $12.50 If you're a 4X or a 5X, you're paying 15 bucks for that shirt. Sorry, that's just the way it is. Shit's gone up considerably, and I, I'm gonna work your, uh, I'm gonna work your table a little bit just so I can see the look on people's faces when you tell them and they realize it's not a joke. 
you'll have to stand up to do that, Tom. Which I know you don't do too much. I do sometimes when I've been doing a little drinking. But that Saturday is always rough because I drank so fucking much Friday and got no sleep. Yeah, everybody walk by Tom's table and get a, a koozie thrown at you uh, mid Friday. <laughs> do it for good. It'll happen Friday. Mm. <laughs> but I am going to save some back for Camp Zuel. So all the Zooligans who would like one have a chance to get one. And all you have to do is go up to Joe and give him a little tap, tap on the ball bag. And if you're brave enough to do that, then I guess you get a koozie. <laughs> <laughs> really, all you have to be doing is walking by the table and either ask for one or walk by the table with a beer that doesn't have a koozie on and I'll give you one. Or I'm sure if there's like some kind of live podcast or something going on, we'll be handing out free shit during that, I would assume. You would assume. So we'll find out. Yeah, but uh, if you paid attention to the uh to the to the layout of the ballroom. Damn, uh, that's a nutsack for Yeah, all they got our, our buddy there. Craig right across from me this time. And our buddies from Severin are catty corner to us this time. So they're a little closer. Oh, all right. Yeah, I did not. I never look at it. Mm -hmm. So you folks bring your pounds. That's what they call dollars <laughs> in Britain. Ruples. Severin table. And, uh, yeah, they call like like a, a torch. That's what's known as a flashlight over there. Strange shit. Strange shit. I don't know why there isn't a fucking t-shirt up on Fast Custom Shirts yet with a picture of a flashlight that says torch. I don't know. I haven't had little <laughs> boygob.com underneath it. I haven't had the time or money to do the big fuck arounds like I used to. Well, Joe, let's make you a little money, all right? Everybody, head on over. You see that? Look at that. Fastcustomshirts.com. Go get the fucking boy gob shirt. It's awesome. If you're a big fat guy, it'll only be $700. But if you wear a large, it is still $10. <laughs> I'm not sure how the pricing works, but head on over to fastcustomshirts.com and get that fucking awesome shirt. All right. There's <coughs> cupcakes I see now, Tom, at the on the patio this year. And, uh, Shots. I'm not usually one for shots, Caroline, but uh, why not? Fuck this it. year, fuck it. It might fuck be it. my last. It may be. It may well be. <laughs> last year, Tom was dying of cancer. This year, that's me that got all kinds of weird health problems. No, I think that was a couple of years ago. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Last, last year, year was the return from the pandemic. Oh, good. Last year, you were going to have your legs sewn off or something, right? No, last year was the return from the pandemic. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I would say you got any you got any thoughts or anticipations about this year, but I mean we could save that for next week's episode because that's only like three days away. Three days from now. <laughs> Maybe I can watch a movie between then and now. Hope so, Joe. You're at least gonna have to watch one, which you'll find out what it is All later right. on. But I did watch a couple. I mean, I'm sure you've watched like eight or nine during this long hiatus that we've had. I mean, I didn't watch any any more movies since Sunday. 
Okay. Because I didn't want to forget about that shit since it was like a week and a half ago since I watched this shit. Yeah, I know. I looked at my list and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> fuck happened in this alligator? <laughs> it's about what now? Kings. I don't remember anything. <laughs> well, Joe, I watched Alligator. You know, I don't know about you, but I remember the first DVD I bought. And that was Mr. C's Halloween. And now the first 4K I bought was Alligator for some reason. So you got yourself a, a 4K no, television? I, no, I don't. No? But it comes with the Blu-ray. Ah. Like, I guess that's going to be the standard now for physical media. Mm-hmm. You know how it used to be, get the Blu-ray and then you get the DVD. Right. So now it's get the 4K and you get the Blu-ray. Mm. Well, I'm trying to avoid 4K for as long as possible. Yeah, but I mean, if that's all it's released on, then yeah. if you want to see the movie and shit, that's how they're, that's how they're selling it. <laughs> Anyways, you ever seen Alligator, Joe? Alligator, I think I saw when I was a kid on TV, like on the fucking Superstation or or uh, WTBS, whatever the fuck. They're the same thing, right? WGN is the other one I was thinking. I saw it on one of those two things. So WGN is Chicago, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the one where it starts off with the kid flushing a alligator down the toilet. No, the father flushes the father it. Father does. Okay. Like, what the fuck? We got an alligator in fucking Chicago. That's actually L.A. This no, this alligator not. crap. He throws it in the <laughs> toilet, right? Yep. Yep. And gets rip the shit off of that one. I just wanna give a shout out very quick to Mister Bob Noblin. I always giggle when I see his fucking name pop up anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so good for you, sir. Good for you. I know my childhood was pretty bad, but fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, alligators, good shit, uh, except for when it's not. Because if you remember, a big subplot of this is... Uh, there's a genetic facility or some kind of testing something that uh, does testing on dogs, specifically puppies. And there's a big fat chomo looking fuck who uh, owns a pet store who sells puppies to them. And then he also goes around like kidnapping people's pets and shit. And then uh, they cut the puppies larynx out and shit so they don't bark when they're in the testing facility so all that shit's like fucking awful the fly 2 would be a pretty entertaining movie if it wasn't for that very sad shit with the dog but i digress though if uh you're a dog person you might want to skip the first 20 or so minutes of this movie but anyways after they're done experimenting or doing whatever on the dogs the big fat chomo fuck takes them down into the sewers and just like tosses them into the ravine or whatever the waterway in the sewers called and then i guess the alligator was eating them and growing because they were trying to make hulk dogs i'm not sure but anyways that's how the alligator gets super big and runs amok 
it's uh it's worth a watch i like it yeah, i, I forgot it much about it uh i just remember the alligator being in the sewer busting through the street or something mm-hmm. i don't know and then going around cars jumping on cars and shit and yeah uh, i mean it's all right and then he's wearing a lab coat and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll I'll get to that you spider-man's <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I mean, if this is probably the best giant alligator movie. <laughs> I can't think of another one that I even like. Didn't Rogue, care for. I like I, Rogue is I, really I, good. That's what I was just gonna say. Didn't care for Rogue. Didn't care for Crawl. Can't think of. I thought any that Crawl was kind of fun too. Yeah, you would. And I've been wanting to watch the one. I guess the pool where a guy stuck in a pool with an alligator. <laughs> Dun, dun. The water's not high enough for me to get out. Dun, right, dun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> He's Korean, so he can't reach the ladder. You know. You just gotta hope you can hold on to the alligator's eye sockets with mm-hmm. your thumbs in it. Right, you and that'll be. He comes along and drops a skateboard in there. <laughs> Tubular. <laughs> I gotta ollie out of here. Alligator, though, would recommend. Uh, I mean, I paid 30 bucks for it. The uh, special features on there weren't anything to write home about. I mean, just your average shit. I would say uh, 20 bucks. That would be a fair price for it, especially since about 80% of the people. No, I would say more. I would say more. The people who are into physical media, hardcore, hardcore, they probably all have 4K players and shit. Yeah. So, uh, for the average Jose, I would say wait for it for 20 bucks and you'll be good. Because it's worth watching, but all that dog shit sucks a dick. And I could have went without that fucking garbage. Uh, unless it's given to me, then I'll just watch it when it's streaming somewhere. You want the 4K disc? Uh, <laughs> just want that slip case oh shit i think i got it how much <laughs> you got how much you got in your pocket baby boy i could give a shit about slip cases so what'd you watch i am continuing my watches of the uh all the haunts be ours box set i watched a movie called celia or celia depends on how you pronounce it is that it's with a, a C? C E L I A. Salia. Yeah, well, it's Australian, so I think Mate. it's Salia. Um, <laughs> Salia later, bloke. So this is another one where they gave you the the fucking uh, they they lied to you because this is not a folk Who horror. Lied to movie. you, it's, Justin A. There's Ooh, no witchcraft. There's no, I don't know, fucking death rocks or anything like last time. Death this one rocks? is just a, um, I mean, it does have a sequence at the beginning where they're reading a story and they, they kind of like there's some goblins or shit and they show mm-hmm. the goblins. Are they Bob Noblins? <laughs> Bob Noblin goblins? No, <laughs> they're just, I don't know. But it doesn't matter because they're just reading the story. This doesn't actually happen in the movie. So this does not qualify 
does not belong in this box set. Why? Now, that, given that, this is probably the best movie in this box set so far. What about is, the milking thigh one? That's pretty good too, but this is a uh, this is just a good movie. This is about uh, a little girl that's just a troublemaker. You know, she's just uh, kind of a pain in the ass, and it's about her Goodness. trying to make friends and losing friends and getting bullied, and it's about her dad, you know, hitting on the neighbor chick and her mom. Uh, I don't know, trying to deal with all that girl gets a pet rabbit and some horrible things happen to rabbits in this movie uh but i don't care for rabbits as much as i do for dogs so it wasn't really rabbit greatly affected so supposedly australia had a time when they were just overrun with rabbits where there was rabbits all over the fucking place and they were just trying to exterminate rabbits left and right because like you couldn't walk outside without tripping over 12 rabbits or something that was like 88 i think it was Maybe. the great hair debacle. I think so. There's a there's like a little mini documentary about it. I started to watch it, uh, but I got too fucking tired. And I, well, you know, the way they're talking about you know shooting rabbits, and it starts out. This is real graphic, you know. But, you know, don't watch if you're faces of death. Just faces shooting rabbits. We just go out there and shoot rabbits, but motherfucker you know, in an Elmer Fudd mask just they're not ah, using big boom. caliber rifles so it's not like they just blow up you know like fucking duck hunt or something they just kind of like fall down you know they well they flip over and fall down but you know except for that one dude who was rolling grenades and then they were like springing up into the air and shit yeah that one dude uh but yeah no this movie it's just really good it's it's a it's an excellent movie I recommend <laughs> It's not a horror flick at all, um, but it's just a it's a slice of life type thing. Uh, I dig it. It's about communism too, you know, the communism that ran rampant in Australia. Uh, all kinds of good shit in this flick, man. So yeah, here's another winner for the box set, even though it doesn't belong there. Excellent. Would recommend. I would. I do. This is the highest recommendation if it's an excellent movie. Yes? <laughs> Shit, he froze up and I feel like I'm going to sneeze. That's the end of this one, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. So would recommend movie excelente? Highest recommendation. Damn. I give it five boy gobs. Damn. Hey, Joe, you like video games? Sometimes. Sometimes, Tom. You like movies based off video games? Episode 237. There's been maybe a few that I've liked, yeah. You ever play Sonic? The Hedgehog? Mm-hmm. The Hamhog. Yeah, you got How was it? You gotta run and capture rings. You do. In those rings, you can throw those rings and it'll take you to other dimensions or wherever you want. If you don't want to fly, say you have a wedding to go to in Hawaii. Excuse me. I keep feeling like I'm going to sneeze. If you have a wedding you have to go to in Hawaii, why book an airplane? Or get on an Amtrak train. 
when you can just throw out a ring and it'll open up a portal and you can just walk through to Hawaii. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, but you're not going to get more rings that way. No, you're going to use that one to get to Hawaii. Okay. You remember that from the game? No. Oh, okay. Well, I watched Sonic 2. It was a movie about Sonic the Hamhog in our world. That's something cool, right? Does it take place right after Sonic 1? Oh, I think a couple years after. Okay, so I don't there was no cliffhanger it's... in part one that this continues with? Yes, the cliffhanger in part one is Dr. Robotnik was transported to the mushroom planet, which looked pretty cool at the beginning. And, uh, excuse me, <laughs> and then you've seen Tails at the very end looking for Sonic. So this one introduces Tails and their uh, relationship, we can call it. Their relationship is uh, ambiguous. That might that might be the word. Like if you played the games and got into the story, you knew that like Tails was just a super fan and really looked up to uh, looked up to Sonic. But uh, in this movie, there was a scene where my mom looked at me and she said, "Is that fox supposed to be a boy or a girl?" So. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It's a very, uh, it's an odd movie. It's okay. It has some good stuff in it. But there's a subplot about going to this wedding where uh, this big fat lady is getting married to like this fucking, I guess, uh, shirtless model guy. And in the end, it just turns out that it's all a big ruse just to uh, trap Sonic. This had nothing, nothing, you could have just thrown this out. This could have been just like 20 minutes of the movie. You could have just went and threw it the fuck away. This had nothing to do with fuck. So and, they and, lured Sonic in with a male top uh, shirtless model. No, uh, Sonic hits up his buddy who's supposed to be like his father figure. And he's like, hey, remember that ring I got you? We're in trouble. Throw the ring. Like Sonic wasn't invited to this wedding. It was just happenstance that uh, he showed up there because he was in trouble and needed the ring they were going to use to get back home from Hawaii. To get him out of the sticky situation he was in. But no, uh, there's a scene where like uh, the shirtless model fellow and all his shirtless model fens, fens, friends are playing volleyball against like just the regular dude crew. Even though the fucking main guy has like giant muscles when he goes like this. So it's like, well, what the fuck is this supposed to prove? <laughs> so uh all the shirtless model guys celebrate their victory 
by popping open champagne and spraying it all over each other. And then the fucking guy's just like, you know, that's what I want for Sonic. I want him to have a crew to do shit like that. So the shit in this movie's like, I, I don't know what's going on here, but it's a Sonic movie, and the people who like it seem to like it, so that's okay. I mean, are there any cameos from other any other Sega video games? Uh, I mean, I've seen this Sega cinematic universe, Sega verse, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Uh, Shadows at the end, but uh, I never got into Shadow the Hedgehog. Like Primal Beast <coughs> doesn't show up, or who Altered Beast? No, I would have fucking let you know right off the bat if it did. Uh-huh. Wise from your grave. <laughs> yeah, no, I would have let you know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's some all right shit in there. I'm just glad that my Sonic knowledge doesn't go past fucking Sonic and Knuckles on Genesis. So I have, like, no need to ever watch a Sonic movie ever again like i said it was all right the whole wedding shit could have been thrown away because it was pointless it was just like oh look at this fat girl doing good getting her a model husband it was all a ruse you pig (laughs) it was just like laugh at the fat girl and i don't want to say things like hey joe you know like what are they called those beluga whales where they have like the big foreheads that look like a deformity, like they have a tumor growing on the front of their face. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to say the lady kind of, but kind of, like they knew who they were casting just to be like, well, this doesn't seem right. How the fuck did this pig land this guy? And now it's all joking, fat bitch. Go back to the ice cream hole. Well, the big difference is those beluga whales, they're cute. All right. You got a nice smile, you know? Hey, you know, I'm happy to be a beluga whale. Like in the same way, babe, the pig is cute? Yeah. You know? I see. It's a happy-go-lucky pig, you know? (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, if you're a fan, watch it. I'll never watch it again, but I think this one's a lot better than the first one. Uh, Excuse me, man. This sneeze is just fighting my sinus cavity. But uh, some of the like uh, animation looks weird. It almost looks like stop motion at times. It's uh, it's fucking weird. But uh, it's okay. I would say give it a shot. And this is uh, Jim Carrey's uh, last hurrah. Am I right? I doubt it. It'll retiring probably. after this is what he said. Maybe I don't follow Jim Carrey's fucking Twitter account or anything, so well, I'm not I don't sure. Have Twitter. That. But yeah, I saw like a headline when I'm scrolling, but ah, but whatever, he'll be back if he's offered the right shit. Probably Sonic Three or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think they killed him in this one, but you don't actually see the body, so ah, I don't know. Could have just been a Robotnik of Doctor Robotnik. No, it you was know, him, like the Doombot. <sighs> Excuse me again. It was fucked up for like a split second. He's like doing some kind of costume customization on a screen. And you've seen a fat version of him that looked good. 
was like, why didn't they just do that? Why didn't they put him in a <laughs> clump suit or whatever the fuck? But I don't know. I'll never watch any of these fucking movies again. But I would definitely suggest the second one over the uh, first one. Just very, very weird choices they decided to make in this fucking movie. And our friend, the uh, the fucking light that shoots out of the ground, who the heroes have to fucking fight, that guy's fucking back. That fucking thing happened in like every movie for 10 years. <laughs> I think Fantat or Fan Stick, whatever the people on the internet were calling it, that was the last one. And after that sucked all the dicks in the room, I think studios were like, oh, let's lay off that light coming out of the ground shit. So it's back now, though. Go see it. Sonic 2, running wild in your ass. <laughs> Tom, I watched The Hunt. Damn, with a C? Kinda. Um, the Chunt. This is a, a Danish movie? Is that? I don't know. One of those countries, the Netherlands, shit like that, whatever. Love their pastries. Uh, the Dutch. Is that Danish? I don't know. Uh, you know what they said about that little boy who stuck his finger in one of them, right? No. Little boy Love blue? Your- he needed the money. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is about a, a dude that is a like he had lost his job, so now he's working at a kindergarten, and you know he's got some friends, hangs out, goes hunting. You know he's uh, well liked, and then all of a sudden at school one day, his best uh, his best friend's daughter, like a real little girl, she just starts telling one of the teachers, "Oh, I hate him." So well, why do you hate him? Because he's got a penis, and you know, and it sticks hey, up, ooh. you know. And because she heard her brother and his friend talking about some porno that they were watching, so she took that information. Then uh, it gets all misconstrued. The teacher's like, "Hey, this guy's fucking one of the kids, or exposing himself to one of the kids." So they fire him. There's an investigation on him, and. He's just slandered throughout the town because everybody thinks he's a kitty diddler after this. <laughs> what? You know, he's like fucking kids. <laughs> a KD? Kid D. Kid E. Um, <laughs> so then, you know, they start, you know, asking all the other kids, you know, like, hey, did he do this to you? Yeah, yeah, he did that to me. He's like, what about you? Yeah, yeah. You know, so like everybody's against him. It ruins his life. Uh, I would assume it would. Yeah, and uh, they kill his dog. So this is another one. If you're if you're a, a fan of dogs, or why'd a... they kill his dog? Did he fuck the kids too? Was you his know, dog just... in on it? <laughs> That's the way people are, you know. Um, and then uh, the movie goes on, and he's uh, he's uh, I don't know. He's cleared, you know, because it turns out like all the kids are saying, "Yeah, he took me to his the basement in his house, and he did all these." And it's like, well, this he doesn't even have a fucking basement. So, you know, better luck next time, kid. So but they're yeah. able to revive the dog and bring them back to life. Can't do that. Can't do that. And uh it's just like all the shit that he goes through. And then even afterwards, after he's cleared, there's still people like giving him the side eye, you know, fuck you, man. I know you did it. I know you did it. And it's just like one of these things, you know. And I thought, man, as I'm watching it, I was like, imagine somebody accuses tom of that 
All of a sudden, people are like, yeah, fucking him, dude. He's got that look, you know, with the hair and the glasses and the cap. You know, the, the way th those people, the way those molesters, they wear their caps like that, you know? And it's like, fuck. I don't know. I just felt sorry for you watching this movie, Tom. But uh, really good flick. It's on Tubi. Uh, yeah, it's it was another one that, like, I didn't know what to expect from watching it. But, fuck, it was good. It's really good. Good acting in here. Uh, just like somebody in a situation to where, hey, you're fucked. <laughs> Sorry. Shit's not true, but you're fucked anyway. What'd you watch, Tom? Not that. I watched an old WAP movie called Delirium. Have you heard of it? I think I have a copy. Maybe Blue Underground. I don't know. He needed the money, too. Well, this is a uh, movie, uh, maybe a slasher movie. Maybe. I think it's, it's just I some think it's a jello movie. But uh, someone's going around killing uh, titty models for a uh, gentleman's magazine, and we got to find out who it is. This and is uh, starring Serena Grande. <laughs> Which, surprisingly enough, not Mexican. No, but she is pretty <laughs> grande. Uh, yeah, she's got some huge tits on her. Yeah, and they they display them on the poster prominently. Yeah, but not so much in the movie. There's enough. There's there's definitely. Oh, I can see top. Oh, that's enough of that. <laughs> there's I just would enough. say. <laughs> The, the movie is ample. If there's one word I can use to describe this movie, it's ample. So I remember wanting to watch this movie because there's like always a still about this like uh, like a owl head guy, right? But it's only in one scene, right? It's just like real quick, and then there's like an eyeball head guy. Yeah, they they sucked me in with the eyeball head, and that's like really. It's just in there for the sake of being weird. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, this is what they're thinking. Like, there's a fucking other big titty hoe in it who puts like a bumblebee head on it and then gets molested by bees and dies. It's uh, it's weird shit. I would say give it a shot. Uh, I started with the fucking special features. And then it was all meatball and shit. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking not watch this. So I didn't. But yeah, it was worth a watch. Like uh this is if we ever do a list of uh, hey, what's your favorite Italian horror movies? I'll be able to have one movie on the list. Because this one was it, was, it was all right. It wasn't the best, but like judging by all the other fucking bullshit Italian movies, I've hated every single one I've seen. So, I mean, I'd say this one's a win. So give it a shot or don't. I don't give a fuck. You could always go over to uh, severin-films.com. They also have a movie called Delirium. Not the same one. And I haven't seen the one that they're selling, but fuck it. Go over there and buy that one. 
Yeah. Pick up that old Hans BR set while you're there. Ours. Damn, it's a pirate box set. That's that's coming next from them. Fuck. Remember when they uh released that porno movie Pirates and it did so well that they, they made a, a highly edited version <laughs> that was available to be rented at Hollywood Video. That was that studio though. Uh, I don't remember what it, but they always did a like a soft cut, you know, for for like Cinemax or channels like that. Oh, did they? Mm-hmm. All right, because I'm pretty sure this was a sucking fuck production. Yeah, it was, but then they oh, it was. Making, uh, they would make a soft core cut of it. Oh, okay. So they could sell it to you know like the <coughs> Cinemax after the Hollywood Video. Uh, yeah, and them too. That was weird. That movie got huge. Yeah, it made you just a lot had of money. to suck it a little bit for a porn flick. Yeah. <laughs> it's no Bob Noblin. Then again, what you know, is the Adventures of Bob Noblin? Tom, I watched uh, the television series Gangs of London. Oi! Yeah, this is your uh, typical mobster show, you know, but the, uh, it's in London, so they're not Italians. They're like, they're the Londoners, and they're fighting like the gypsies, and they're fighting uh, guys from fucking uh, Mimbabwe or whatever, and then they're fighting guys from fucking uh, Kazakhstan. So a lot of, lot of different uh, racial fighting, Tom. You know, these people just don't know how to get along with each other in that little island of uh, of England. Are but, any uh, of the gangs called the Pufters? Yes, yes. And uh, it starts out really cool. You know, you're introduced to all these different factions and everything. And, you know, these people are killing these people. But then it goes on to like, hey, there's this whole global conspiracy behind all these gangs, these... uh these mobster types and it's, it gets really stupid, really fucking stupid to where you don't give a shit. You're just waiting for the action scenes to come out because the action scenes are just incredible, man. They, they are amazing. Breathtaking. If, uh, excellent. If you folks have seen the raid, I've seen uh, the raid Two redemption. No, that's not the raid Two. Oh. The raid two is just a raid two. I think, but the raid is I've re- seen raid redemption. redemption. So you're looking at that level of action. The shit's just just crazy. Some of the shit they do, and it's well choreographed. Uh, unlike uh, like a lot of the shit that I complain about, there's not a whole lot of camera cutting. The camera, you know, stays with a lot of the fight scenes. It's just amazing, amazing shit. If you're into action flicks, give this a watch. Tom's not into action flicks, you know, and uh, let me. No, there was no fart jokes in this series the whole time. So definitely not for you, Tom, but anybody else, anybody with taste for action anyway, not for story, because, yeah, that fell apart. But I give it a high recommendation. It's on, I don't know what channel it's on. BBC. Some channel I shouldn't even have, I think. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, fuck yeah, it's good. It's good fuck for yeah. the Mm. 
Tom, what did you watch? I watched Vigilante. I just I found one. out last it's week. another one I had from Blue Underground. This while is back. a Blue Underground release. Mm-hmm. Good movie. I just found out this was a movie last week. That's fucking crazy. Hell yeah. Well, joke movies. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, maybe you could diversify it a little. You've seen this shit a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I've been. This movie is fucking great. This and Alligator. You hadn't seen Fuck no. This. I mean, uh, Robert Forster, fucking the guy who invented the Chicago accents in both of them. But, uh, dude, this is probably the best movie I've seen in a long-ass time. Uh, if you like the Death Wish movies, but... Uh, Give them a rundown on the plot, you fuck. This movie probably has the most shocking kill I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, fucking uh, Robert Forster... Him and Fred Williamson work at some kind of machine shop. It's uh, They're just like blue-collar workers. And uh, I'm going to call him Bobby. I'm going to say Bobby's wife goes to get gas, but there's some street toughs there roughing up the local shopkeep of said gas station. And uh, the mechanic on duty, she's just like, Hey, he's roughing up your boss. Aren't you going to do anything? He says, she's all right, well, I'm going to handle this. And she slaps the street tough and a cop comes by and the street tough looks at Bobby's wife like, oh, I'm going to get you, mate. And he does, follows her home, stabs the shit out of her and uh, blows her fucking son away with a shotgun. (laughs) So now... Robert Forster, Bobby, sorry. So now Bobby, he wants he wants justice. But the justice system fails him. So now it's time to take matters into his own hands. Street justice. Fuck yeah. It's fucking great. So as uh, you can tell by Tom's description, this movie <laughs> basically ripped off Alley Cat, which came out a year before. <laughs> I mean, no fucking three-year-old... Got every fucking ounce of blood in its body shot out of fucking bathroom window. Well, that's because they thought, you know, oh, how can we surpass Alley Cat? I was like, oh, I know, we'll go for the exploitive route and just fucking go for gore and, and you know. I wouldn't say it's exploitive or gore. It is shocking. It is shocking as fuck. Because I didn't think they were going to do it. Because they, yeah, uh... it might be. It might be fucking baby. Toddler, toddler exploitation, Todd exploitation. It was playing off of the, the, what were those assholes that would go around the subways and the berets and shit, saying they were protecting the streets. The hell's anal's. No, nah, it wasn't them, Fuck. but some other angels or some shit. I don't remember. The subway angels. Yeah, let's call that, call them that. Yeah. All right. Man. Rest and empowerment for everybody on the subway. But yeah, now given Tom's, you know, really bad. He didn't even tell you what the movie's about. Still, I but, did. But it's about. I told you exactly what the movie's about. A man about. that's had enough and decides to strike back, but maybe he feels he's striking back a little too hard. Maybe. How do we know who's the bad guy? 
if we go out and shoot everybody, what makes them different from us? Hey, now, that's just something you got to figure out all on your own there, Jack. And then he fucks a broad in the ass right off screen. <laughs> Lights up a cigar ashes in her hair. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, God bless you, the hammer. It's going to be a sad day when everybody posts your pictures on Facebook. So Yeah, I dig this movie. Uh, I would recommend it. I still have... It's a DVD, my version. I don't need to upgrade it. Fuck it. You know, I'm sure it's still... There's has a 4K version out. <laughs> don't need it. Don't need it. But, yeah, I'd recommend this one. Yeah, it's fucking great. Like, their tagline for this movie was Blue Collar Death Wish. And, yep, pretty much. So, if that appeals to you, and if you're a Fred Williamson or Bobby fan, check it out for sure. It's shocking I just found out this movie existed. It's sad, really. It is. I would not agree. Mm, but it's good shit. I guess they made a sequel, too. It has nothing to do with this one, so I'm not going to see it, but there's a sequel out there. All right. Wood, it's excellent. No, it's pretty good. It's not. It's no Mortal Kombat, the original movie, but it's pretty good. I haven't watched anything else. Oh, shit, Joe. I watched a movie that I got from you. Many, many years ago. And uh, hopefully I'm going to let you know a couple words that represent this fellow. And then maybe you'll know the movie I'm talking about, Joe. Okay. This man, he is cheeky and he's cruel. Oh, fuck. Who is he, Joe? He's a a funny man. Is what he is. Naughty, funny man. A prankster. Oh, this was good shit. Oh, that movie fucking sucks. (laughs) Go ahead. This is this is one of the best movies I was ever (laughs) given because somebody didn't like it. I was just like, ah, it's been a minute since I watched it. I remember really liking it. Still holds up. It's good shit. Oh, man, only you. <laughs> it, uh, it's very reminiscent of Leprechaun movies. It's uh, definitely a horror comedy, whatever the fuck that is. But uh, the uh, Joker from the playing card comes to life and kills a bunch of blokes and birds in a castle and one of them's dressed up like fucking uh, what's her nuts Velma from uh, Scooby Doo and uh, there, I mean, there's some good effects in there it's funny it's funny because of the way they speak <laughs> <laughs> it's good shit man I watched this the other night I really I enjoyed it I was doing a little drinking, but I still I still dug it. This is good shit, and I barely see anybody talking about this. If he didn't have, like, this giant fucking hat with all this shit, I would have sculpted a funny man mask. 
<laughs> but that's a lot of fucking bullshit to do for something that would sell like three. Yeah. But yeah, it's dope. I would highly recommend Funny Man. It is good shit. If you like Lepre the Leprechaun series, definitely watch this shit. That's one of my least liked movies. Uh, <laughs> I don't give a shit about this one, folks. Uh, not for me. I don't think it's for any of you either. That's that's just me, though. Would recommend. Would not. Cheeky and his crew. You knew it stuck with you. He's the funny man. Good stuff. Christopher Lee's in there, right? He is, but I don't <laughs> give a fuck about him. Of course you don't. <laughs> I mean, you don't either. You gave this fucking movie away. It's like not even Christopher Lee could save this shit. I gave it away. Mm. Joe? Oh. You smell that? Something smells like, I don't know, metallic, coppery. What? Like blood. I was going to say it smells like someone's closing up camp. Bloody Moida. Part two. Closing camp. Hey. This is what the first movie should have been. Right. Um, in this one, instead of preparing to open camp, camp's just fucking finished and they're closing camp hence the tagline closing camp uh I f it was great dude that opening footage you just see like the tires rolling and then the license plate and this nice little reasonable suv going against the fucking green hill with sonic spinning in the background you hear closing time <laughs> i fucking loved it this fucking opening shot was assembled so great Fuck. So yeah, they're back at camp, and this movie starts out just like the other one where they prank the new guy and tell him the story about the killer in the woods. What's his name? Trevor Morehouse. Yeah, Trevor, yeah. <laughs> Trevor whatever. Morehouse. Yeah. So they tell him that story, and they pull the big scare on him, and the guy's like kind of upset, sad, you know. Why and then, are you scared from me? Yeah. Then Trevor Morehouse does fucking appear, but he's not wearing the hockey mask like he did in the last movie. This no? one he's wearing Buckethead's mask. It's just one of those masks you can get at the fucking Hobby Lobby, you know. That I don't know what you're supposed to do with those masks. Paint them. Who fucking knows? Um, yeah, it's just a plain white mask. But the hockey mask is on the cover. The hockey mask was on the cover. <laughs> But no, we don't see it in this movie. Uh, Unlike the first movie, the killer that this quote-unquote franchise series is about only appears in the second movie. Weird. Mm -hmm. Very weird decisions were made. It's okay. This isn't a good movie. No, it's not. If but you're looking for like, if you're looking for a bad movie. Like, you're having, am I having a bad movie night? Picking three movies, getting pizza and beer, and gonna watch three bad movies. This would be fine. You know, I'm but, not a uh, big fan of the slasher movie, but this definitely qualifies in that genre where the first one didn't. You know, the first one just 
was fucking it's boring. just rubbish and nothing happening. Yeah. So this one does have some kills. They're not great, but no. they're adequate. They're adequate, you know. Uh, this one has nudity. Uh, it's not great, but it's adequate. Tiffany Sheffis, I think she looks good uh, naked. And uh, <laughs> you got two other girls that don't take their clothes off for some reason, which that was a dumb move on the other records. You know, they should have all gotten naked at some point. Um, and then you have uh, the red herrings, as they uh, like to call Red herring! In the uh, Giallo fucking... Giallo! Um, they, they had a lot of this shit in the first one, too, but this time, you know, it's like, oh, okay, so this time it really is the fucking killer at the mm. end. Yeah, they do the Friday the 13th, the original thing, but they gender swap it to where mm -hmm. now it's Trevor's Papa who comes back. Yep. But I guess uh, Trevor Morehouse is like uh, an angel of death for good. Maybe. Because I don't he know. kills his Papa kills and his saves the uh, slag. Leaving it open for yet another sequel, which, which never, never happened. So. And uh, yeah, this was definitely a series that was capitalizing on uh cover art, yep. Um, but yeah, this this second movie it's not horrible. I, I would uh, like Tom said, when you're either just bored and you feel you've watched everything else, give it a watch, or if you I wouldn't even say that, have some friends over for beers and you just want to have a movie playing. Uh, this is, yeah, this I would is specifically say if you're gonna watch a few shit movies like that's your plan i just want to watch some stereotypical shit movies drink beer and eat pizza that would be the only way i would say watch this movie anything else it's really not worth it like we're we're talking like oh yeah it's not bad it is it's a bad it, movie yeah, it's not great it's just not bad compared to the original right yeah and but i could say that really about most of the genre or the, the slasher genre you know it's just it's not my thing i don't give a fuck about it but uh but yeah after watching the first one and then this one this like holy fuck okay they they put some effort in this yeah. time this is what you expected the first one to be mm -hmm. just a fucking shitty slasher movie that sucks this one delivers on that. The first one is just... Ugh. Yeah, it's, it's, the first one's real hard to get through. Yeah. But this one, this one has what you would expect from this kind of movie. But still, can't really recommend it except for that one situation. So that was quick and... Painless for the most part, I guess. It's just yeah. the first one was a bore. So, Joe, you like Ninja Turtles? I don't. You don't? I sure don't. Remember, like, maybe two years ago now, when we were supposed to do the Gamera movies? Mm-hmm. And we never did? We didn't. Well, I was going to pick that, but then I thought, hmm... That'll probably bring in the mystery science theater crowd. And we don't need that shit over here. So I said, Tommy boy, it ain't going to happen. And then I thought, 
Oh shit. Joe, maybe we should stay out of the swamp. Maybe we should do what came to save horror. You know, some good old-fashioned American horror movie and see what's going on with the Hatchet franchise and Victor Crowley. And then I said, God damn it, Joe's been through enough. I'm not going <laughs> to put him through that fucking shit. <laughs> Maybe at a later date. Yeah, there's what, four now. of those fucks now? There or? are. And then I thought, well, what the fuck? You remember when we had our spectacular episode on our favorite magazines? Mm-hmm. And Fangoria was brought up. Fangoria has tried to be a fucking movie studio in one way or another ever since they fucking started. Mm -hmm. And it never worked. It always stinks of desperation. But Joe, now we're going to start at the beginning with the original trilogy of in-house Fangoria made Fangoria films. And there were three. The first one being Mind Warp, a.k.a. Brain Slasher, with our favorite Bruce Campbell and Angus Scrim. The second one being Children of the Night with Karen Black, and the third being severed ties with Garrett Morris. So we'll see, Joe. These are uh, two of them are on Amazon Prime, but all three of them are on Tubi. So if you'd like to follow along, let's see what <laughs> old Fangoria has to. This should be good, right? Yeah. They're Fangoria movies. Oh, right. we're the horror yeah. guys, right? A lot of nostalgic love for Fangoria. You ever see any of these? No. Good. I've seen one. But we'll talk about that next week. All right. <laughs> Can't wait. Ah, I was really thinking we should do the Gamera ones, but I really don't want those rigmarole. <laughs> folks over here <clears throat> so there's there's that Joe you ready to uh, swing into action what you issue know? number is this Tom? this is one 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 point one all right so on this one when we last left wait hold on now this was supposed to be Stan Lee's last issue it's not it's not. <laughs> but Jerry Conway gets top writing credit. Mm-hmm. What's so, going on here, Joe? From what I read, it was like Stan was done. Said, here, I've already, you know, put everything together for you. The last issue, you can take it from here, Jerry. And, uh, yeah, he just fucking leaves on a cliffhanger, lets somebody else take take the reins. But does he? Isn't he still there? Because he comes back in a few issues down the line as a co-writer. Does he? I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll get to that. All right. I'm just saying, this is very like, what are you doing, Stanley? 
Yeah. I thought we were done, but you're hanging around and so when we last left, Craven took the gibbon. The uh, gibbon an ape looking man under his wing and says Javier, hey, you call gonna, him by his name. I'm gonna train you and we're gonna take down Spider-Man together. Blank, that's his last name, because they didn't give him a name in the orphanage. Just blank. Javier Bardin. Uh, uh, so it's, you know, it starts out, Craven's training him, the Gibbons getting pissed. Hey, this is all a bunch of bullshit. You know, I don't want to train anymore. I just want to. Because you're supposed to start small you know, and then go big. You know, he's I'm, just going big and you can't train in anals like that. Drinking all these chemicals to, like, give him the Craven-type powers that Craven <laughs> has. I don't know. Get the powers of a cat. But it's all a fucking ruse. Craven is giving him these chemicals so he can control his mind, so they can be like mind locked. So when so he, he goes fucking Spider Man, he's really fighting Spider Man, but from a distance because he's got that broken arm. Damn, like he's in a Pacific Rim suit, yeah. but he's really just Whoa. fucking controlling what the hell, though? An ugly man. Craven shouldn't even be alive because he got thrown off a cliff when they were in the Savage Land not too long ago. Mm-hmm. But we learned. That is, he was falling off that cliff. He grabbed every branch on his <laughs> way every down. branch he could. <laughs> to slow his descent. And then he fell. Yeah, he broke a few bones, but he crawled into a cave and healed there. He Over did. time, he healed with the powers of a cat. And vowed to fucking uh, defeat. Revengeance! Yeah. So, yeah, the Gibbons fighting Spider-Man. Say it like you mean it. Spider-Man's is like, uh, you know, sorry, sorry, I was such an asshole to you, but it's too late. Now he's got to fight the Gibbons, and the Gibbons are under mind control. But uh, the thing about mind control is it can be fought off, and you can like redeem yourself, and you know, remember who you were. That's exactly what happens. And at the end, Craven's just there, all mad in his little Craven cave in defeat. He's upset. He's upset. And Mary, or uh, what's her name? Aunt May, she's still missing. We don't know what happened to her. Dear Peter, I have to go now. Bye. She left him a I'm out of here letter. And uh, we'll see what happens with that next issue. Mm. In the meantime, Tom, I read Marvel Team Up number two, also written by Jerry Conway. Issue two also guest stars the Human Torch, just like in the first issue. Hell yeah! And in this Keeping one, uh, real. the fanta- the the frightful four, who are right now just the frightful three, because Medusa like took off back to the fucking Attilans or whoever they are, the Inhumans. Yes. And uh, so they need another one. They need a fourth. So what they do is they hypnotize Spidermans. And they go invade the Baxter building, which is just the torches there. But another example, like the torch, he's upset because his girlfriend left him. And he wants to just talk to Spider-Man. So Spider-Man's just like an asshole. Like, Fuck off, dude. I don't want to talk to you. Um, the more I read about Peter Parker, the more I see just he's just a terrible, terrible person that doesn't deserve these abilities he's been given. Mm, uh, that he's been but, yeah. given. So they go into the... Uh, the Baxter building, Spider-Man beats the shit out of the Human Torch. 
the wizard like messes around with Reed Richards' computers to get into the negative zone. And oh shit, there's Annihilus. Fuck yeah. He's gonna come through and destroy the whole world. But uh the thing about being hypnotized and mind control, Tom, is you can break that. The real you can come through, and that's exactly what happens. They're able to defeat the frightful four or three, send Annihilus back to his dimension by pulling the plug on the machine. And uh and yeah, this time they 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 got Sandman because remember he got away last time. They got him this, and this is the time when Sandman was wearing that real shitty costume, and not just the the shirt, you know. No. Uh, good shit. <laughs> it, it was an enjoyable read. Definitely better than than anything still in a uh, in Amazing Spider-Man, but uh, hopefully that gets better. You know, maybe mm. if he's running on his own plots, Jerry, Jerry Conway will. Will improve the book. I don't see how he could make it any worse. I mean, hopefully he'll be able to at least come up with a better hunter. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay, I'm gonna go get a beer then. So yeah, I mean, you can join Thanks. us next week, everybody, when the headline is "Spider-Man Cops Out," which I think means he's gonna quit again, and that's been a recurring theme in that Tom's going to take fucking forever to get this beer. All he had to do was have a few beers beside him, plan ahead like I do. But anyway, that's what happens when you work for DWMProductions.net. Head on over there. Check out all the masks he's got. Just order some shit. Order all kinds of shit that he's got. Uh, masks, DVDs, Christmas ornaments. Um, I, don't, I think he does props and shit too. I don't know. I haven't been on his site in a long time. You know, I mean, he said he revamped it like he was redoing the whole thing. I went on there, click, click, click. It looks the same. It looks the fucking same. Um, but hey, what are you going to do, right? Um, but yeah, definitely go over there. Take a look. Show your support so Tom can keep on doing this show after I'm gone with a, with a new, probably more interesting co-host. But uh, But that'll be fine. That'll be all right. Tom's back, folks. Hello, and welcome to DWN Productions THC Podcast. Mouse Dickin. Sponsored. Joe, you like lists? Sometimes, Tom. Sometimes. What about this time, you fuck? What was the list this time? This time our list was our favorite things to come out of the Stan Lee era of Amazing Spider-Man. All right, so I did the right list. Almost didn't do the list. Almost Fuck, did the list. you're a piece of shitter. But I did do the list. And for my honorable mentions, Tom, I have the Schemer's Supercar. He had a tricked out car like he took it to the Pimp My Ride people. Fuck yeah, um, exhibit. Then I have Spider-Man's costume. But this is only honorable mention because I'm sure this this is all fucking Kirby. Kirby put this shit together. Ditko? No, Kirby did. Oh, Ditko right. was a, a first artist, but Kirby, Kirby uh, did the character design. He walked past that store, yeah. saw the Spider-Man costume. Uh, then I have the vulture throwing rocks. 
Mm. Then I have Foswell. I think that was the name of that Farnsworth. character. Farnsworth. Yeah, Farnsworth. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> no, it's Foswell. Uh, <laughs> and then I have a guy that would go on to be a villain in Power Man Iron Fist, Man Mountain Marco. <laughs> Those, Tom, are my honorable mentions. My honorable mentions. First one is from a recent issue. It's Gwen telling Aunt May to fuck off. <laughs> that was good shit. And then I have that time Spider-Man grew six arms. I thought that happened later, and I was like, oh, shit, you know, it's, no, that's a problem, at least to have when you think you're a Spider-Man, so. All right. And then I have the Gibbon! And then I have Stan Lee's racial commentary. <laughs> Nothing better. And finally, finally, I have Fancy Dan. And Joe, those are my honorable mentions. All right, Tom. At number 10, I have Craven's laser nipples. Oh, fuck. That's a good one, but I hate Craven, so it still wouldn't have made the fucking list. <laughs> if only he would have killed himself in this fucking run, then that would have been number one. We'll get to that. My you... number t hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, dog. I'll keep it going. Right. Juan will be around. It'll be me and Juan doing the show. You can do it with Kyle. No, we'll have and Juan. And you can do the podcast. Are you not going to let Juan carry on fast custom shirts? Sure. So I'll do it with Juan. Relax. Your legacy will live on. Your legacy <laughs> will live, Juan. Oh, good one, Tommy boy. My number 10 is Harry's Pill Addiction. Fucking junkie. Don't stop till you get enough. Mm. Willie, keep reading. Find out together. Number nine. And number nine, I have the Vulture 2, who also goes by the Nam Makur, or his fucking name, Blackie Drago. My number nine is the guy in the shirt, the Saiyan man. I always pictured him talking like this, you fuck. <laughs> I have nipples made of sand, you know. At number eight, I have that whore Mary Jane. Just fucking things up for everybody, left and right. She was even a go-go dancer for a couple of issues. My number eight, I have the decision that Stan Lee chose to not draw the comics himself. <laughs> I appreciated that shit. Thank you. At number seven, I have the lizard's lab coat. 
really fucking ridiculous, but I get a kick out of it every time. Well, I mean, you know, they're big. Lab coats tend to be big. That's more plausible to stay on somebody than they grow than to say the Hulk's pants. So, works out. My number seven, the spider light. I'm sorry, the spider torch. Great. Never, never forget. (laughs) At number six, I have the enforcers. I can't just signal out Fancy Dan because he's part of a team, you know, with the Ox and Montana. Montana. Hope we see more of them. It's been a while. Been a while. (laughs) Well, my number six goes out to the greatest weapon that we have seen in Amazing Spider-Man so far. And that is rocks and how Vulture throws them. Awesome. (laughs) Good stuff. It's clever writing there, for sure. Good job, Stanley. <laughs> At number five, I have Dr. Octopus, a.k.a. Otto. Um, yeah, I like him. I like the I like the villain. Yeah, I like him. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> My number five, I have Mesquirio, the master of illusion. Illusion! Because he's he's a SFX artist, you see. He does special FX. <laughs> well, we couldn't, you know, not bring up J. Jonah Jameson on Hitler's birthday because he does well, have that Hitler mustache. mustache. But again, I gotta say. This is more than likely a, entirely a Ditko creation. <laughs> My number four, what can I say? I like him. And that's Doc Ock. Dr. Otto Octavius. At number three, I have Fat Jokes. <laughs> So, yeah, every time he brought in the kingpin, (laughs) Stanley was sure to write in them fat jokes, making fun of the fat dude. God damn, look at her here. A fucking kingpin looking like some fat. You move pretty fast, Tubbs. (laughs) With a Z. (laughs) Well, Joe, my number three is more of a Ditko creation. But what can you say? And that's J3, J. Jonah Jerklin. Give me a touch of the Spider-Man! Resting in power, man. At number two, I have my all-time favorite Spider-Man's villain, the Sandman. Mm. All right. (laughs) And number two, 
we have my favorite villain from the Stanley era, and that's the Lizard. <laughs> Him in his lab coat. Hmm. Oh, boy, I'll tell you what. Always cracks me up. <laughs> At number one, Stan Lee leaving the book. It's my favorite thing he ever did. Well, he hasn't left yet, apparently, Joe. <laughs> well, I thought for sure you wouldn't have forgot about this one, but you did. The window washing superhero slash villain? No. No. <laughs> almost this, my list. no, no. And this is Kurt Connor signing a picture of himself <laughs> to his wife. <laughs> that is that is my favorite thing to happen. I think I'm gonna do that release. <laughs> Just keep it here on the on the shelf. Just make sure to do the same pose and write the same shit that yeah, was written on there. For sure. <laughs> Even if it says to my dearest wife, Kurt Connors, make sure to write Kurt Connors. <laughs> Why is somebody calling this late? This late at night? That's ridiculous. Well, it only rang once and then mm. stopped. So that's good. Yeah, it's I mean we're the only household in America with a landline still, so that's what we get, I guess. Mm -hmm. So Joe, next week. What are next we next week? Join us when we talk about our favorite or top ten WAP movies. WAP? Italian. Italian. Oh. You mentioned it earlier. I figured hey. Well, I mean you can't yeah. say that word, you racist piece of shit. Yeah, I can. Man, so I got one. So <laughs> tune in next week when I fucking say delirium and then Joe, take it away. Because it's only an honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just going to have to find movies made by WAPs, I guess. You guess so. Or about the WAP experience. I guess. Shit. Like my big fat Greek wedding. Greeks and Wops are the same, right? Nah, big fat, but... So head on over to dwnproductions.net and buy Fisted on DVD, which comes with cheese balls. Also on the same DVD. <laughs> However, you can watch Cheese Balls free as fuck on YouTube. By searching DWN Productions Cheese Balls. Fisted, you can't though. You got to go to DWNProductions.net and buy that DVD. Maybe I'll tell you to buy something in uh, mid-June, late June. But as of right now, just go there and get the DVDs or head on over to FastCustomShirts.com and get one of these motherfuckers. You fucking watch the shit. You're listening to the shit. Why not get a shirt? They're fucking dope. Go get one. Just search, boy, gob. Go to Fast Custom Shirt. Go to Fast Custom Shirts. Go to Fast Custom Shirts. Search, boy, gob. That shit will pop up. That's Forest Green. 
army green no that's forest green forest and uh i'm sure the only choice option that's the word you will have is african-american but that's not my fault joe finds random shirts he has left over screens them and hopes that they would sell and they don't so now at least i have them as props to hold up so hopefully you feel bad after hearing this but shit now i guess i gotta get one of those 17 dollars shirts last week they were 10 but you do fuck so head on over to fastcustomshirts.com. Besides a boy gob shirt, which will be the first thing you put in your shopping cart, thousands of more designs over there. I hope when you go to check out, you peek. I hope when you go to check out, you pick at least seven that screens are no longer available for. So Joe has to make brand new <laughs> screens just to complete your order. That's usually the way it goes, but that's okay. Anything else you'd like to say, Joe? Nothing but boy God.